G'day everyone, Brian Odeon with another episode of Viking Cloud's Cyber Intel. Cyber insurance has taken hit after hit in recent years, which is now not only impacting premiums, but exclusions as well. Ransomware attacks clearly show that the sums used to calculate cyber insurance got it very wrong in the past. Then Russia invaded Ukraine with the potential for more costly state-sponsored cyber attacks. Higher premiums and wider exclusions are the primary tools for insurers to balance their numbers, and they are already having to use both. Lloyds of London made it clear when they announced stronger and more precise war exclusions clauses. Josephine Wolfe, an Associate Professor of Cybersecurity Policy at Fletcher Tufts, has written a history of cyber insurance titled Cyber Insurance Policy, Rethinking Risk in an Age of Ransomware, Computer Fraud, Data Breaches, and Cyber Attacks. She's been quoted as saying in a Security Week Cyber Insights article written by Kevin Townsend, Merck and Mondelez sued their insurers for denying claims related to the attack on the grounds that it was excluded from the coverage as a hostile or warlike action because it was perpetrated by a national government. However, an unsealed ruling in 2022 showed that if insurers want to exclude state-sponsored attacks, they must write clauses explicitly stating that rather than relying on older war exclusion clauses. The appellate division of the New Jersey Superior Court upheld a state trial court opinion that the warlike exclusions in Merck's all-risk property insurance policies does not apply in the case of a cyber attack that the company suffered in 2017. The appeals court affirmed that the insurers could not use exclusions to avoid covering about $1.4 in damages Merck said it suffered from a 2017 not cyber attack. War causes an increased expectation of state-sponsored cyber attacks against other countries and organisations who are not direct participants. So Lloyd responded with an expanded war exclusion clause, excluding state-sponsored cyber attacks that started in March 2023. But as Josephine Wolfe went on to say in the Security Week article, who gets to decide whether an attack is state-sponsored? And what does it mean for the attack to be state-sponsored, that it was perpetrated by a government employee or paid by a government or even just tacitly permitted by a government. And state-sponsored cyber attacks are not rare occurrences and exclusion for them would be very different from war exclusions that deal with a fairly well-specified and infrequent event. Clearly, there'll be a lot of arbitration in the future around what makes a cyber attack state-sponsored or uninsurable. It will certainly be enough to have companies take pause over the value of cost versus return on cyber insurance. I suppose the overarching thought here is don't take cyber insurance on face value and read the fine print before committing to it. Once again, if you have any questions you want answered, please feel free to post a comment or get in touch with us and we'll make it a subject of a later episode. Thanks for watching.